0: Trust in him and never doubt. I know the Lord is gonna work it all out if you just have faith in God. Well, if you trust in him and never doubt, I know the Lord is gonna work it all out. Just trust in him and never I know the Lord is gonna work it all out if you trust in Him and never doubt. I know the Lord is gonna work it all out if you just have faith in God. I'm faithful to you. Thank you, Lord. Come on, let's lift our hearts with our hands. Let's love the Lord together. Let's give Him praise and glory this morning. That beautiful name above every name. That righteous, great, and holy, and mighty name. God, You are kind and loving. We bless You, O Savior. Reach to every heart this morning. Let the peace of God rule in every heart this morning. I thank You, Jesus, my Lord, my God, and my Savior. You are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We praise you. We thank you and we bless you and we need your glory. Without you there's absolutely nothing, Jesus. Thank you, dear God. Thank you, dear God. Everybody said praise the Lord. Let's give our God a big hand this morning. All right. If you have a Bible, we're going to Take a look at God's Word. I'm glad you're here this morning, each and every one of you. And uh, you're in God's house. This is the place to be. And you're worshiping God, and that's certainly the thing to be doing. I want to uh, give you a scripture from the book of Galatia, from James, the book of James, I meant to say. And everybody said, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is a wonderful God. He loves you very much, and I hope you'll believe that this morning. I want you to have good faith in Him and what it is that He can do for you. Isn't it nice that the Lord wants to do something for you? We live in a world that everybody wants everything done for them. But the Lord, meaning they're selfish, but the Lord is looking at your best interests. He wants to do something that's going to improve the quality of your life, And not only here, but most especially in the world to come. Everybody said praise the Lord. Lord. I'm reading from James chapter 4. James chapter 4. Listen closely to what he says here. He said um, verse 4 of chapter 4 of the book of James. Ye adulterers. And adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Do you think that the Scripture saith in vain, The Spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy? But he giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, But giveth grace unto the humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh or near to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double minded. Be afflicted, and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Verse 10, humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. I'd like to minister for a little while on lifted up on high. You may be seated. The Lord bless you. Well, they're throwing money at me now, so I've got a quarter down here or something. That's not wonderful. And I only just started. Wow seems like whenever I go work on the building or some project that we've got connected with the church, I will find a penny or a dime or a quarter or something, and I always feel like, well, the Lord just paid me for what I'm about to do. He's a good God. It always reminds me of that uh, we had a sister here. She moved away, but um, this particular sister, she was from Jamaica, and she had moved away to Tallahassee. But before she moved away, after coming here for many, many years, Um, I remember she told us that uh, she had gotten out of her car one day after praying, and in the car she prayed. She was getting ready to go into a a, uh, type of a grocery store. And uh, she said that, she said, Lord, I've been out of work for a little while, and I really would like to have a job because I love to give my tithing, and without a job, I have no tithing. And uh, upon concluding that prayer, now this is her telling us, she said she stepped out of the car and promptly stepped on $220 in cash, right there in the parking lot. Nobody around, just her and God, and $220 on her foot. So you know, our God is a good God, and He he can answer prayer speedily, and sometimes He wants us to wait on Him a little bit. He knows how to balance everything in our lives. We live in a, a very balanced universe, and it's a very power-oriented universe. And I'm glad that I know the one who is at the top of the power. I'm glad that he is he is the, uh, what did it say, the high and the lofty one that inhabiteth all of eternity. And that he sits on the circle of the earth. Our God, if you could begin to grasp it a little bit, is so much higher than your furthest ability to see through a telescope or whatever, that He is higher than the heavens. Uh, Wasn't it Solomon after offering such a tremendous offering and sacrifice and prayed the prayer and said that you, the heavens of the heavens cannot contain thee. How truly great is our God. Our knowledge and our understanding of Him is very small. And that's why as we look into the Word of God, we can begin to grow in grace and knowledge. We can begin to do what Jesus instructed us to do, learn of him, that he is is so far above all principalities and all powers, and that he ruleth in the heavens and in the earth. The heavens is his throne, the earth is his footstool, and that where his word is, there is power. He can send his word, and you can be healed. He can send and has sent his salvation so that you might be saved. The Bible said He is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to a couple of things here. And one of them is repentance. He wants everybody to come to repentance. A good repentance means that whatever you're doing that's displeasing to God and contrary to His Word as transgressing His Word, that you cut it off. You stop it. You don't do it anymore. And that's a good repentance. You do that. Because God's grace comes into your life. His favor comes into your life. And He gives you the strength to cut something off that you know you should not be doing. That you should not continue in any longer. And that knowing that sin, it absolutely undermines you. It weakens you. It saps your strength. It takes away every good thing out of your life and confuses your mind and causes you to go in wrong directions. It causes, as the writer said, adulterers and adulteresses. That means unfaithfulness. It causes people to be unfaithful to God. And we want to be faithful to Him who is The faithful one. We want to be faithful to his word and to his teachings. We want to learn about those things so that we can have knowledge about what to be faithful to, what is wrong, and what is right. It's so good to get a clear cut definition in your heart about what's right and what's wrong that there are absolutes with God that when God said that's no then that's no and when God said that's a yes then that's a yes and it's a divine amen it's a so be it that comes from God you don't have to waver and you don't have to fluctuate you don't have to balk or trip or stumble or be in the darkness any longer because he brings the light of life to you. He brightens it all up and makes it clear. And distinctive, that's why I even spoke about how something giving off a very certain sound so that you would know if it was a call to battle or if it was time to get up or if it was time to go to sleep or time to whatever, that there would be a distinctiveness about it, a sound about it. And I tell you, God's Word has a very clear and distinct sound. It lets you know that we're living in a time when there is a call for an alarm here. you got to wake up to righteousness. Here, got to wake up to what's wrong and learn what's right. Got to do that. God's word is is designed to do just that for every one of us. My pastor used to say that he would pray and ask God to deprive him of his ignorance. Take that lack of knowledge about you away from me. Let me learn of you. Let me grow in grace and knowledge. Open mine understanding. Grant me the wisdom that comes from above, which is first, pure. It's a pure wisdom. It's got your best interests at heart. It's not got an ulterior motive. It's not trying to serve some selfish interest, but it is designed to help you. The manifold wisdom, the manifold mercy of God meaning custom designed for you. He knows your individual need. He knows your situation. He knows your struggles. He knows when you've gotten yourself into something and you don't know how to get out of it. You can't find the strength to get out of it. And that's what I'm trying to tell you here, or James is, shall I say. He's inspired to give to us the Lord's brother in the flesh. He's desired to give to us an understanding here that at the root of it, if we could just humble ourselves. If we could realize that the Most High wants to lift you up on high. He becomes the lifter up of your head. He's not here to beat you down. He's not here to make you feel bad. He's here to pull you out of a horrible pit. He's here to save your soul and get you ready for the world to come. And that's a world without end. There'll be no end to that world. This world is going to Reel and rock to and fro, and it's going to get be dislodged from its orbit. Do you realize that the planet that you're living on, planet Earth, it is held in place by the Word of God? Because God said, I'm hanging it right there, and I've arranged it however you want to explain it scientifically. When you get down to all the end of all your scientific jargon, you're going to find out that it comes right down to the fact that God said it's there because I said so. And it stays there by the word of his power. But you better remember that it is reserved unto a day of judgment and fiery indignation. You want to be thinking and preparing for the world to come when this world drops into a bottomless pit and on fire and a flame for all of eternity known as the lake of fire. You want to be stepping onto a new heaven and a new earth. The same God that made this heaven and earth is going to create a new heaven and a new earth wherein dwell at the righteousness you want to be there so my first step to getting there is humble myself to repentance I got to repent I need to tell God I'm sorry I need to tell God that I'm not only sorry with my my lips here but I need to get my heart into it I need to make some change here change for the good Uh, I asked the youth service Friday night I asked the question, what did the word conversation mean in the Bible? It's not talking about this. It's talking about your style of living, the way you're living your life, and to get a, a change in our style of living that we're not living like before the devil anymore. And I want to tell you something about the devil. The devil wants an ally. And you don't want to fill that role. You don't want to get yourself in an alliance with the enemy. You're born that way and Jesus came to set you free from that. And whom he sets free they're free indeed. You want to let him make you free in the Holy Ghost. You want to let him get those concrete boots off of you and cause you to get elevated. He's come to lift you up on high. He said I'll make you to sit together in heavenly places. I'm not going to put you in hell. I want to put you in heaven. I didn't come to to destroy I came to show you the fulfillment of my will and you can be a part of that you can be a part of that amen the Bible teaches that one of the benefits one of the many benefits people are always interested in the benefits well one of the many benefits of you humbling yourself is the very fact that the Bible teaches, people who humble themselves before God will be exalted. That he'll get you out of the basement, you see, because he that exalteth himself shall be abased. He's going to put you, the enemy, in that prideful attitude and, and I don't need anything and strut around and, and some people just glory in their youth and they, or their riches And they just think that they're just, or their talent, and they just think that in their lifestyle, they think that they're just fine, and they just go on with their head up and their nose up, and if it ever rains, they're probably going to drown. They got their nose up so far in the air. You better tell yourself that I'm going to humble down. I'm going to get myself down so God can lift me up. Because if I get myself up, then God's going to smack me down in an effort to reach me, in an effort to deliver me, in an effort to help me to see beyond a few years. Down here helped me to, to see the big picture. The big picture. You know, I was uh, I was very lost. I wasn't always a preacher. I was very lost. And I was I was totally without knowledge of God. I just had a general belief or understanding that, yes, there's a God. His name is Jesus. Okay. But it didn't go beyond that. It didn't have you know, I didn't want to stop going to any little church service that I went to, long stopped going to that. Didn't have never had read the Bible. I didn't know anything. But you know, there was a there was a day, a day that God had fixed in eternity when he was going to deal with my heart. And he dealt with me. And I began to, I was witness to, and I began to read his word. And as I asked questions, the chapter and the verse answered those questions. They gave me truthful, honest answers, things that were a pure wisdom. That it wasn't ulterior. There was no trick. There was no scam. There was no sham about it. There was no flim-flam going on here. There wasn't somebody trying to rip me off. This was the pure wisdom of God that had come to pull me out of darkness in a horrible pit. And as I began to read his word, and as I basically read myself right under conviction, I got Guilty feeling about how I'd been living, what I'd been saying, what I'd been doing, everything I had been keeping contact with. I was a strong ally of the devil and wasn't even aware of it, but I was certainly talking his talk and walking his walk, and it was all leading down hell. It was going to end in a place called hell, a place beyond the grave, a place where there's torment continually. That's where I was headed. Because, you know, there is a way that seemeth right to us. But the book said the end thereof is the ways of death. And I was very involved in those ways. But one day, by the grace and the mercy and the love of God, I I got in contact with the way. And, you know, it was the way of life, not death. And as I came in contact with this way, this gospel, this truth, this message then my life began to improve all of a sudden the, the 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 road started heading up and and it was uh it was a road that gave me good boundaries it gave me good direction it did for me what gps cannot do oh wait is, is gps what is that global positioning system i got a god positioning system and god began to position my mind and my heart and my life he began to order my steps as I begin to draw on his righteousness. He began to order my steps. And when I wasn't sure about the next step, he just reached over there and grabbed me by the ankle and set my foot right down in the next step. And here it is, first order of business now that we've got you humbled up you going to repent of your sins because my word tells you to do that. And my word tells you if you don't do that, you're going to perish. And so I begin to repent. I didn't repent just one time. Believe you me, I repented more than once. I wanted to empty it out. The book said first clean up the inside of the cup. Get the inside taken care of. And man, I want you to know God worked my motor over to get the inside clean, to get all the trash and the filth and the garbage and the lust and everything the pride of this life and the lust of the flesh get it out of my system take that good blood wash cloth and wipe it out and get rid of it a good repentance you begin to cut things off and you begin to leave those things behind and as you do that then you're led to the next thing and the next thing is that you are to be baptized in water that means to be fully immersed in water in the name of Jesus Christ And it's for the full pardon of everything you just repented of, everything you just cut off, because you did those things and they were on your record. And now you have an opportunity to get them completely expunged. In other words, taken care of, gone, forgotten about, remembered no more all over with. Bye-bye. Thank you, Jesus. And along with that comes a tremendous deliverance that you no longer desire that lifestyle, that conversation, that lifestyle, that style of living that you were involved with. You no longer desire that. I'm going to tell you, I myself, like many others, have gotten delivered from all kinds of things. You get delivered from pride. You get delivered from Bad temper. You get delivered from fighting and from quarreling. You get delivered from alcohol. You get delivered from drugs. You no longer have a desire or a mind to want those things. You are delivered from bad habits that you find yourself addicted to, and you just can't help yourself. Isn't you know that what one fellow said? I just can't help myself. Well, you know what? That's why Jesus comes along. He comes to give you the help you need. So it's written that God is my helper and I don't have to fear. God is my helper. God's going to take away when I don't when I don't light up again. I won't have the shakes anymore that God is going to deliver me from the things that accompany taking drugs that I'm not going to want that anymore. I'm not going to desire that anymore. I'm not going to need a pill to go to sleep and then one to wake up on and then another two or three to keep me going all through the day and then a few more of this and a few more of that to give me some pleasure and some joy feeling that's fake and phony. Oh man, no, I'm not going to need that anymore. Now I'm going to be getting my joy and my strength from the power of the Holy Ghost, from His Holy Presence, because after I'm baptized in Jesus' name and I am instructed to receive the gift, the free gift of the Holy Ghost and that I should desire that and want that above everything. And I'll tell you what, you get filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost and you're going to begin to experience the best days of your life, the absolute greatest days that you could ever have. But you've got to humble yourself you got to face facts you got to face reality you got to face that i have such great need of him and i have need of what he's saying i have need of doing it i have need of having faith in what he's saying so that i will do it if i if i'm having faith if i'm believing in what he's saying here in the word and i'm going to act on it i'm going to do it and as i begin to be a doer of the word it's going to happen because number 1 and all the things that are weighting me down you can say my problems are so bad preacher you just don't understand how what happens to me and what comes over me and and i you don't you don't really understand but i, I you know what if i fall short of understanding about the depth of your problem and your situation that's where I want to tell you the Bible said He giveth more grace. You need more of His favor. Your problem you feel is so bad and so deep and and so untreatable that you just need more grace and my God can let out more grace. He can open the windows even more. He can open the doors of heaven even more. In a time of grace He can give more grace but He's going to give it to the humble. He's going to give it to the One that says, I want to break free from what's got me bound. I want to get away from this lifestyle. I want to do what you want me to do. Help me. And if you humble yourself, He's going to lift you up on high. Oh, yeah, with a high and a mighty arm. It's what happened to them in Egypt, you know. Here they are in Egypt, some three million. And they're all bound up, they're slaves. The enemy, the taskmaster, is cracking the whip and making it even harder on him. Just, that's the enemy for you. He just, you know, people say, well, what more could go wrong? Well, give the devil his chance, and he'll show you what more he can do wrong. That's what he does. He is, he is a destroyer, okay? He is a messenger of death. He is the one that brings all the pain. I don't understand why God's doing it. Don't blame God. You better know it's the God of this world. A small little G, God of this world, that blinds your mind, that leads you in darkness, stumbling around. Oh, yeah. And they were stumbling around, and they were moaning, and they were groaning, and they humbled down while they were in Egypt. And God said, okay, I hear you. I'm hearing you now. I'm feeling you, dog. (laughs) Oh, God started feeling because they started humbling down. And God was in tune with that. And He said, All right, time to get out of here. Come on. I got my man Moses, and he's right there. He's right on the spot. And when He lifts that staff, you're going to see something take place that Egypt's never seen before. I tell you that my God has some things for this world that they have never seen before. And you want to be on the inside of the inside. And if you're going to be there, you've got to be humble. And you've got to wash your hands of the wrong lifestyle and say, God, I want to get close to you. I want to draw nigh to you. That's why I want to come to church. That's why I want to worship you. That's why I want to sing and clap and lift my heart with my hands to heaven in the name of Jesus. I want to get close. I want to draw nigh to you, Lord. I want to draw nigh to you. humble myself before you Lord because I need I don't just need grace I need more grace I don't just need help I need more help and, and if you're saying those things to God make sure you you impart more humility I will be humble Lord I told somebody about an individual in the church I told a preacher about an individual in the congregation I said when God filled that individual with the Holy Ghost he gave him a great big hopper-type wha- hopper size of humble cake and just whoosh, put it all in them. A great big dose of humility. And we want that. You want to start humble with God. You want to weep before the Lord. You want to break down before the Lord. You want to tell the Lord how badly you need Him and how much you want to get away from the things that keep it. just like the Israelites trying to get out of Egypt, the enemy trying to keep them there and hold them down. And the devil wasn't letting go. He kept changing his mind. All right, I'll let him go. No, I won't. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then God delivered the coupe de grace. And, and, that, and he said, you go and get out. I don't even want to see you guys anymore, the devil said. And when they begin to leave and God begin to provide what they needed to go, he supplied everything for them. And here they're getting on the road real good. And the next thing you know, they're looking at a, a roadblock. They're looking at a sea in front of them. And and there's like, wow, what what are we going to do now? And they begin to murmur, and they begin to complain. They hit their heads so to speak against the wall, and instead of remembering to be humble about things and faithful about things, they begin to revert to the old way. Egypt still had, you know, a little hold on them. Some strings were attached. How important it is to really repent and cut off. And what the book said, if your eye offend pluck it out. Your hand thee, cut it off. Leg offended, foot offended, cut it off. not talking about taking an axe to your fleshly body. It's talking about in your heart that you would cut off some things that are causing you problems and upsetting you and holding you back and taking away everything that God, the good that God is trying to give to you. And so they begin to murmur and complain. And, and the next thing you know, Moses and, and Aaron, they fall on their face. They begin to talk to God. And God said, you tell my people to get up and to go forward. We're going forward. Yeah, but the, no, I don't want to hear but. Get that out of the way. We're going forward and so they begin to lead the people forward and as they got to the sea and they begin to put their foot as they were told then the Bible teaches that that thing stood up a right side and the left side and made a wall and a wind came and dried the riverbed for them oh friend God supplied everything Do you know that Jewish teaching is that in the wall of the water was all manner of fruit and food that they needed now your Bible didn't say that but your Bible does tell you that God supplied every need for them and when he brought them through dry shot onto the other side and some Somebody had the rearview view mirror and said, whoa, oh, 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 Pharaoh, he's coming, still coming. He's still coming. And God's like, let him come, let him come, because I got some waiting for him. And about the time Pharaoh and all his devils got in the middle of that riverbed, whoa! The water came down and drowned them and they saw them no more. Don't you worry about what God's gonna do. He's gonna get you baptized correctly in Jesus' name and wash away all your sins. Cut the devil off. You don't want to be his ally. You don't want to have an alliance with the devil. You want no relationship with the devil. You absolutely want to resist the devil. Put him on the run. Everybody said amen. But you got to humble down. You must humble down. You must get rid of the pride. You must repent of it. You must tell God that you're not big and bad at all. I would advise you to do that before he decides to visit you and prove to you that you're not big and bad at all. So much better. You know, the Bible said pride goeth before a fall. That's what your book said. How much better is shove that uh, humility out there in front of you. That's what Jacob did when he was facing a big bad battle and a big bad spirit. He began to put a lot of humble out in front of him, a lot made a lot of concessions. Things that I ain't giving up nothing. I ain't listening to nobody, you yeah. know. And old Jacob, he began to put out concession after concession. Oh yeah, and he said, Oh yeah, we're going. I'm gonna do it your way, God. I'm gonna do it your way, God. I'm gonna do it your way, God. And he put a whole lot of that humility out there in front of him. Everything turned out just fine. And I'm telling you by the word of the Lord that if you will do something yourself, it said humble yourself. Plural, humble yourselves. Get us all. And it it should never, ever stop in our lives. And you know the devil, he likes to swing us from one extreme to the other. He wants to keep us off balance, and he wants us to be confused because he's the author of confusion. And he wants you to... uh, get so nauseous from dizziness and things mixed up in your head that you won't be able to add two and two and get four. You hear me? He just wants to get it all messed up in your heart. And you've got you've to tell God I want to be humble here before you. I need more grace. Things are still spinning. I still got things that I'm wrestling with. Things are still giving me a, a challenge here, Lord. And I have read in the Bible where the man that became the Apostle Paul, that God had given so much light and understanding to, and had taken him out of darkness and put him into marvelous light, that the Bible teaches that when a certain thing came his way and began to buffet him and hit him like a punching bag, a speed bag, and a heavy bag, just putting it on him. And he began to beseech the Lord. And he said, I did it three times. Talk like that was a whole lot of times for him. I have to ask God about something. I got a real miracle the other day. I had a problem I told nobody about except God. And I want you to know in a matter of seconds it was taken care of. And I was like, you did that so quick. (laughs) I I think I was full of unbelief that God would do that so quickly. Thought it was going to take a few more prayers and a little longer. But just like that. Oh, sometimes the Lord will answer speedily. How did it say it? There were times when they prayed for people to be healed, and they were healed immediately. But there were other times when it was a recovery process. The main thing is, that at the end of the day, God rules, and you're going to be the winner, and He's going to take you from the low spot. Isn't that? Well, I know I'm skipping here, but isn't that what He did with Mary, the mother of the flesh? Oh. How he, he exalted her, the book said, and she rejoiced in it, and she said, You've taken me of low estate. I wasn't just down the bottom of the barrel. I was under the barrel. I was six feet down under the dirt under the barrel, and you took me of low estate, and you have lifted me up on high. You have exalted me. You have given me a goodly heart. People are going to say, Blessed art thou, oh yeah, happy and to be envied. Look what God does for our lives look what he's done and I'm glad it's not just what he's done I'm glad it's what he's doing I'm glad he doesn't pick me up and then pull the rug out from under me oh no he he sustains us would you give me a sustained G or something on there just hold it out girl okay. this is what sustain means you hear it it's still going My God has a sustained pedal, and He just can hold it out. He can hold us up. He's not going to do something good in your life and then drop you and walk away. That's not what He does. I'm telling you, He comes to lift you up on high. Just get humble with Him. Get humble with Him. Humility will automatically begin to draw you close to Him. That's what humility is for. It's to help you to get closer to Him, to help when you lift your heart with your hands and He begins to respond and you begin to feel the presence of the Almighty God. While you're standing, everybody said praise the Lord. Let's lift our hearts with our hands right now. Why don't you in a humble manner and fashion tell God how much you love Him and how you want to get a brand new life, a brand new heart, a brand new spirit, a brand new attitude a brand new way of walking and talking and direction. I need a new direction here. I want to learn about you. I don't want to go in the direction of the hoe. I don't want to go in the direction of the gang. I do not want to go in the direction of drugs and alcohol. I do not want to be a thief, a criminal. I don't want to be unfaithful. I don't want to be unfaithful. Come on, Lord. Help me here coming to you humbly Lord. Oh, but I did this and I did That's why Jesus Christ came because you did it. You did it so wrong, but he came to make it so right. He's going to wash you up. He's going to clean out the inside of the cup. He's going to change your attitude about things. You're going to look at things with a different attitude. You won't be giving God attitude. <laughs> You'll be giving God humility. And I can tell you your attitude is is what's going to determine your altitude. If you want to get lifted up on high, then you got to get a humble attitude. And that begins to rise up. That begins to head as you lift your heart right here, your thoughts and your emotions. Didn't it say set your affections, your thoughts and your attitudes, your, your emotions, set them on things that are above, things that are up in heaven, things that have to do with the heavenly. And as you begin to do that, then you're going to start getting up there. One preacher said many, many years ago, he said, um, he said, God can put you in a place where your cookies will float. And he was talking about defeating gravity, defeating the earthly things. Don't put your mind on earthly things because they weight you down. They hold you down. They will keep you from the first resurrection. That when his voice comes through, you will not rise from the dead. Or you will not rise from this planet earth if you're alive when and remaining when he returns. And and that voice of the archangel and that trump of God is sounded, you will not rise because of all the weights. Didn't it say lay aside every weight? And the sin that does so easily surround us. You have laid that aside. You have cut that off. You have let go of that. You have put humility out there. And oh, friend, we're beginning to go up and up and up until one day He's going to take us right up out of this earth completely. And we're going to be with Him forever, for all of eternity. Let's lift our hearts with our hands. You know, you can pray for humility. Help me, God. That old stinking pride's like big concrete boots on me. Help me, Lord. I don't want to be proud about my looks. I don't want to be proud about my wealth. I don't want to be proud about my position. I don't want to be proud about my talent. I don't want to be proud about anything, God. If I'm going to boast, let me boast in you. Let me magnify you. Let me tell everybody how great you are. Come on here, Lord. Help me, help me, help me, Lord. The devil wants to take you from one extreme to another. God wants to put you on the rock and he wants to establish you and settle you and root you and ground you. He wants to lead you to the rock that is higher than you are. Come on now. Oh, come on now. I'm hungry for you. Let's be hungry. Blessed are they that do hunger. They shall be filled, filled with the Holy Ghost. Make me new, Lord. I want to get rid of the old. I need the new. I want to get rid of my old attitude. I want to get a brand new attitude of humility. I want to bow before your greatness. I need your help, Lord. I need your help, Lord. I'm struggling here, Lord. I'm in a battle here, Lord. I'm all Make bound up word. in sin, Lord. Make me I need you to help me, Lord. I'm thirsty for you. This old world's got a grip on me, Lord. Please help me, Lord. I think I know it all. Help me, Lord. I'm gonna humble myself before you and tell you I don't know anything. I need you to help me here, Lord. Hungry for you. Come on, Lord, pull me out, out of the fire. The Pull me out of sin. Me Pull me out of the first wrong you. lifestyle. I Save my soul, on Deliver me here, long. For you. Let Help me not to be a smart aleck. Help me not to be a know-it-all. Me through it through Help me not to be full of myself, but rather to be full of the Holy Ghost. She continues to sing, let's make our way to the front. Good family prayer. All the ladies over here.